What's going on, everyone? Scriptwriter Steve right here. It is currently 3.39 a.m. It's March 10th, 2021. You've reached Barbecue to Movies. Oh, I timed that pretty well with the song. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. I was feeling it. So I like this happy music. It's a big change from yesterday's creepy podcast. If you didn't catch yesterday's podcast, you should tune into it. I talked about the supernatural. It wasn't as happy as this. I played all the creepy music. All right. So why am I in a good why why am I in a good mood? No reason. I'm just gonna turn this down. I'm gonna turn it down right now. Alright, so how is your day going? My day is going great so far. Well, my day didn't end yet. It's 3.40 a.m. I just got through uh, touching up some photos. You know me, I'm a night hawk. I, you know, I answered all my emails for my wedding company and, uh, and also did some screenwriting stuff too. Uh, you know, I am branching out from my wedding company uh, and I'm working on a lot of things, a lot of things uh, that I can talk about but don't choose to talk about, and there's a lot of things I can't talk about that I that I wish I could talk about. So uh, anyway, with that being said, you know, <laughs> guess what's on the news, like everywhere right now, and trending on YouTube? It's that Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, I guess, interview that Oprah did. Now, um, I, <laughs> I honestly didn't watch it. I'm not sure if you did, Um and uh, I, you know, my opinion, I just really don't care. I, I really don't care about celebrities. I really, don't, I don't care, you know, I guess what they think about life, what their, what their politics are. I've been around them. I've met a handful of them. Uh, they're not all the same. You know, some are better than others. Some are just rude. Uh, but all of them, you know, to my, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess my opinion is that they don't really live up to my expectations because you think they are this great person who you see, I guess, on 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 the camera, and you just wish they were, you know, resembled anything like the hero they are on screen, but they're not. They're not, and some of them are just very arrogant fools who are just really great actors, so, and, that, and that's what they do. They they act really really great, but you know, for the most part, they're not that great. But um. When it comes to other celebrities, and you know, I guess for the royal family, they're just popular just for being royal, right? And um, do I really care, that, you know, how tough their life is? I really don't. Yeah, you know, I, I I care more about how tough my life is, my friends' lives are, and my family members' lives are. Um, that's what really affects me and the people around me. You know, who really gives, you know, a two cents about you know how hard they've had their life. So anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut the commercial really quick and then I'll just finish up with my, some of my opinions about this interview. I did see just a little bit of it, you know, some snippets of it, the snippets that really made the headlines. And I'll just give you my opinion on everything, I guess, that went down with that interview, right? So I got to cut the commercial, pay the bills, and I'll be right back.
What is going on everyone? This is your favorite complainer in chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now we specialize in romantic intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Wedding Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S, that's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. All right, I'm back from that commercial break. How are you doing? Are you ready to rip into Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? I kind of am, but I'll keep it nice. I'm going to keep it a little nice. Who am I joking? Who am I joking, right? But do I really want to talk about them right now? Huh, I don't know. You know what, before I talk about them, I want to talk about the barbecue I'm going to be cooking. So I'm going to have some buddies over this week, Saturday. Um, the, they're all from my photography group. Yeah, I'm still a photographer, by the way. You know, I do the screenwriting thing and do the wedding thing. And, of course, for the weddings, I do my own photos. And, uh, yeah, like uh, I got invited to these, uh, this photography group maybe about two or three years ago. And uh, a lot of those guys have become my good friends. And, um, you know, we like hanging around each other. So, uh, and here in Hawaii, you know, I'll be very very blunt with you, I don't think we could actually meet right now, but we've been meeting. We've actually been meeting uh, at my place for barbecue or at some other guy's house for barbecue, you know, without mask and just having fun talking because we just need, needed that social interaction. We, we just really missed it. And, uh, you know, it, it's, just, it's just one of those things. Like we, we said, you know what? Screw the risk. And I know what some of you are going to say out there. So, well, you guys are being very irresponsible. But you know what? We didn't get sick. And maybe we could have gotten sick. Maybe this, it could have ended up in a super spreader event. But, um, you know, mentally, we just needed it. We just really, really needed it. And uh, we were sick and tired of this whole social distancing crap. So during even sometimes of the, when there, there was the strictest lockdowns, we were out there socializing. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. We were calling it peaceful protests, right? So anyway, yeah, this weekend, I'm going to be cooking some pulled pork. And um, I think I did a podcast about pulled pork and uh, I'll be cooking it on hickory wood this time. I bought hickory wood down over at Lowe's. Uh, here in Hawaii, we don't have hickory wood. So it, everything, everything like hickory has to be imported. And I paid, I think, $20 for a bag. I think a three-pound, was it a three-pound bag? It was a pretty pretty big bag of hickory wood, uh, which is really cool because the wood's already split. It's kiln-dried, which I don't like. Um, kiln-dried is when they um, season the wood in the kiln. Uh, they cook all the moisture out of it, 
And uh, when you do that, the fire burns a little too clean. So you don't really get the really strong flavor of that wood. Um, so the only way to actually get perfectly seasoned wood where you have a little moisture in there is to actually, you know, cut wood, chop it, split it yourself and set it on the side of the house or set it on the side of your restaurant until you feel it's the, it's the right weight or the right feel when you, when you actually uh, uh, burn it. And for me, what I, what I usually do to find out if it's, it's perfect is that I'll burn some wood and I, I'll look at the, the color of the, of the smoke and I don't want it to be clear. I want it to look like as though it's slightly blue. And I think I described it before, but I'll describe it again. Uh, you know that color that you have, that you see out of, of a car's muffler when it accelerates you know, off of red? And that bluish smoke comes out of the muffler? That's the color smoke that you want coming out of your, your, your chimney or, or smokestack of your smoker. You don't want it to be too clear because if, if it's really clear, you don't have much flavor. At that point, you're just you're just burning propane because your fire is just a little too clean, and um, and that's I I think that's one of the major problems a lot of people have when they smoke. They're always looking for clean fire, clean fire, clean fire, and uh, yeah, I mean having a clean fire is great, but if it's too clean, you're not you're not going to have any flavor. It's, it's the same as propane, so you might as well be, you'll be cooking on propane because that's what you have, and your the particulates inside of your smoke will be zero. You know, it'll be, it'll be 100% zero. So it makes no difference. It, it doesn't even make a difference if you're cooking with post oak, hickory, kiave, mesquite, or anything like that. It wouldn't matter because it just won't look, it, it just won't add any flavor to your meat. So avoid kiln dried if possible. Uh, you know, find your own tree, cut it down, split it, put it on the side, season it, you know, and I, I think you have a much better tasting brisket or in this case, pool pork. So what I'm going to do for Saturday is that uh, uh, I'm cooking the I'm cooking the bris I'm cooking the the poop pork on Thursday. I'm gonna shred it on Thursday, and then I'm gonna put it into Ziploc bags and let it rest or let it marinate in that smoky juices uh, on on Friday, and then serve it on Saturday. You know, pool pork it tastes really good one day. Like if you, if you just let it rest for one day and it's one day old, it tastes so much better. And by the way. This works for almost every single smoked meat there is out there. I would say rest it for one day. Let all that smoke, all the juices from that smoke, just marinate your meat. Just 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 go into your meat, you know, you know, and it just uh, it, it tastes so see, it tastes so much better. My brisket, I, I I would you know before I would just eat it eat it straight off of the the grill because I was just impatient. But it tastes so much better if you let it rest for eight hours. It tastes so much better if you let let it rest for twelve hours. Now, if you let it rest for 24 hours, it tastes really, really good, extremely good. And it's even more tender, which is great. And, and you, you don't have to worry about it being too tender. Well, maybe a little too tender if it's like breaking apart like, you know, like uh, overcooked meat, like overcooked stew meat. Um, that's maybe too tender. Uh, but for the most part, people love tender meat. They love tender and juicy meat. Now, the competition people, they like a chew to it. They like, they like a bite to it. So that's a lot different. So if you're in a competition, you know, they want to have a bite to it. And that's usually if you pull it right off the grill, you'll have a bite to it. All right. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do for this weekend. And that's my barbecue talk for now. So let's get into this Megan Merkel thing. And uh, 
I do have some notes on here, unfortunately. <laughs> let me let me try to pull it up for you. So um, going over, I think what I kind of said in the beginning was that uh, I don't really care too much. Well, I don't really care at all about Prince Harry or Meghan Markle, to be quite honest. I don't know much about them. I had to do some research on them. So I don't really follow their, I guess, what they do. I don't follow, the, I guess, the royal family at all. Um, I did follow their hairline, though. You know, when they were younger, they had nice hair. And I think um, both both princes, both kids, they looked pretty good. And then I think Prince Harry, was he's able to hold on to his hair a little bit more than his brother. But man, his brother got bald fast. So, so if there's one thing I followed was their hairline. And I think that's it with a lot of guys, too. They're always worried about their hairline and their receding hairstyle and if they're going to go bald on the back on the crown or, or you know, if they needed a hair transplant. Um, in fact, I should do an episode on that because at one time I did have a problem losing my hair. I, I had a hairstyle that kind of looked, looked, like, looked like Homer Simpson. So that's the reason why I would look at all these, you know, celebrities and say, wow, is my hair as bad as that, as bad as that? And then I looked at Homer Simpson and said, wow, my hair is getting that bad. Now, if you look at me right now, you say, wow, Steve, your hair looks kind of full. And it's because I have a pretty, you know, I, I take uh, some medication for my hair. Uh, and then I, you know, and then I haven't had the surgery for it. And then on, then on top of that, I know how to style my hair very well into this pompadour. So it looks like this, you know, I have a lot of hair to it. But I do, I do have a receding hairline. Um, but when I didn't take this medication, man, it was pretty bad. I mean, it was like, I looked basically bald, like Homer Simpson. Like, you know, it looked like, it looked in, you know, over, if the sun was shining straight over my, over my head, it maybe looked as though I had two or three strands of hair on top of my head. Um, it was, it did not look very good. So I would wear a hat all the time and I could feel the heat on top of my scalp. Now, you know, with, with the medication that I take, it's pretty much, um, when I style it correctly, you know, you, you can't tell much of, much of anything really at all. And, uh, will I get a hair transplant later on? Maybe, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to do a podcast about that. Cause I think I have some information that I want to share with you. That's very good. So all of you men out there who are, you know, I guess balding and are just worried about your hair, you know, losing your hair. Um, all hope is not lost. Okay. So going on to this other topic, um, I don't find celebrities at all interesting at all either. So um, you know, the royal family, not interested. Celebrities, not interested. I've had, I have rubbed elbows with celebrities in my life, you know, because again, when you work in the entertainment industry, they're all around you. And um, the, the really disappointing thing about them is that they're not as cool as you want them to be. You know, some of these people, you think, wow, they're, I hope they're a little like the character they play on, on television. Some of them are, most of them are not. Most of them are, are not. It's usually the B, the B movie character, I guess the B-list celebrities that are not as cool. And, and the, the people who are really, really not cool are actually the, the, the celebrities who are up and coming, the ones who just got hit with all this fame. Uh, they are not that cool. Um, the ones who, a lot of the ones who are really famous, 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 uh, they tend to be kind of regular in a, in a way. I would say in a way. I, I would put in a way in quotes because they're, they are still a little eccentric. They still, the, you know, the really strange thing about celebrities is that they, they claim to know a lot about regular life. 
but they don't. They really, really don't. They have no idea what a regular or what a regular life is, even though they they try to they they they, they play one. They, they play a regular person on 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 TV. <laughs> anyway, so do celebrities have a hard life? That's the thing. And do, do the royalty people have a hard life? They actually do. So. It's it's a double-edged sword, right? On one end, they make all this money. They have all this popularity. At the same time, they are living in their own prison. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of them buy these houses, you know, a lot with a big property, and they're just secluded where they can just walk around, walk around without any paparazzi or anyone, you know, bothering them at all. But they're not like you and us, you and me, you know. They can't go to a movie theater. They can't go bowling. Um, you know, and even if they go to the mall, the second they get stopped and someone recognizes who they are, and the second they, they take a selfie with someone, well, then there's another person there and another person there. The second they give away one autograph, well, then all of a sudden they have five people that are there, then 10 people there, and, and, it, and it exponentially starts multiplying until you have this huge crowd around them. So they don't have this regular lifestyle. And neither do their kids. So it's it's pretty sad in that way. And so I think in the beginning, they enjoyed it. But after a while, it becomes very tiring for a lot of them. So I, I'm not sure if Meghan Merkel, even though I think she craved it, I don't think she was ready to have that level of celebrity just hit her all of a sudden. You know, when she started dating, you know, Prince Harry, you know, she just wasn't a regular girlfriend. I mean, he had a lot of different girlfriends. This one, she was it. So when they were seen as being a lot, being a lot more serious, well, she became the next Princess Di, right? And, and then, you know, when they got married, she was the next Princess Di. So she went from being no one to maybe someone kind of important to someone who's really, really important, right? And, and really, important for, really important for doing nothing. Now, the strange thing about it is that, <laughs> you know, she, is she soaking this up? I don't know. I'm not sure. But she did refer to her life in the royal family as a prison. And that's not, that's not, not at all surprising, right? And, um, but the biggest surprise of all was that she accused the royal family of racism. You know, caring what color the baby's skin was. Now, no one had told her personally of their concerns, but she heard from Prince Harry, and Prince Harry did not want to disclose who told him that and in what context. He didn't want to say, you know, he, he, he's, he said it was going to be kept a secret, right? Now, here's my thing. If the royal family really cared about what color the baby's skin was going to be, why didn't they just tell Harry from the very beginning don't date Meghan Markle because she's half black. Did they, did they not know she was half black? Well, I, well, I didn't know because she doesn't look half black, right? But, you know, why did it, it's kind of too late, right, when she's pregnant. It's, it's kind of too late. Now, if they just cared about it, that's a different, you know, I think that's a different narrative. If they cared, maybe they said, well, they do care what color the baby is. Maybe they said, oh, maybe it may be better if, she, if the baby comes out white. Is that racism? Is that racism or is it just having a preference? I don't know. I mean, I think it's really treading the line. I, I think you could, you could probably argue it either way. But 
I don't see any hate along with that. Will they say that if this baby comes out completely black, would they disown? Would they disown Harry and Meghan Markle? Were there, were there actually consequences if the baby came out black? And then I would say maybe that, that is extremely racist, right? But they were just concerned. Now, concern is one thing, because concern, they may have said, well, it would just be an interesting PR thing, because, you know, this will be something very different. Maybe they were concerned in that way. But to label it racist immediately, which is what all of the media is doing right now, it's racist, 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 because everything is racist, right? It doesn't help that the royal family is white, <laughs> right? Because all of a sudden now we have, the, and they're white and rich, they have white privilege apparently, because they're, they're, the, they're the royals. And now they're racist, like all white people. And this just is, <laughs> this is just food to the media, right? I mean, this is just, they love it. They're like bathing in it, in it right now. I have no idea what's going on. The, the media, you know, if the media thinks one way, I'm thinking the other way. It's, it's kind of almost like a knee-jerk reaction. Now, Right now, I just don't think there's not enough information to make a conclusion whether or not the royal family is racist or not. I don't think it is because, again, they should have told her. They should have told Prince Harry, you know, hey, you know what? You're dating a half-black woman. That doesn't fly with us. That marriage, that doesn't fly with us either. It's kind of too late when they're married and having a kid, right? Anyway, that's my opinion on that. Now... <laughs> You know what really irks me, though, is that the, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, Merkel and Oprah out there just complaining. And almost every other black celebrity out there just complaining about oppression, like LeBron James, Oprah, um, you know, all these other NBA players, Colin Kaepernick, you know, complaining about being oppressed. Even Shannon Sharp on Undisputed, you know, complaining about how, how hard his life was. Now, did they experience racism at one time or another in their life? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. You know, maybe they did. But then again, that's just life. You know, there are there are racist people out there. There are people. I'm I'm full Chinese, right? I may not sound Chinese, but I'm full Chinese. I'm a third or fourth generation Chinese. You know, um, so I don't speak any Chinese. I've never experienced racism out there. Now. Would I be surprised if I did? No, because racism is, a, is associated with stupidity. So there's a lot of stupid people out there, right? But then here's, here's what, we, what, we, what we all have to recognize is that every single race out there has, been, has experienced racism. The whites right now, the Caucasians right now are experiencing racism. <laughs> if you can't see that, then you're blind as hell. Right? You know, at one point, I mean, at one point, whites were called white trash and now they're called white privilege. I mean, when did that switch flip? Before there were all blonde jokes before. And now these blonde jokes have gotten really mean where you call blonde women Karens. And now Karen is the new, like, word for cracker almost. I don't know where you go. I don't know where society is going right now. Because in this hashtag society, which is like a new religion, where everyone has to follow the trend of hate, and most of these hashtags tend to be, uh, tend to be um, ways to hate on someone, you know, I just don't know when it will stop.
Because this whole, whole hashtag society is really separating society. It's not a good thing. It's really not a good thing because if you are not on board with hating another person or, uh, you know, if you're not on board with hating or feeling offended with anything, then you're hated for that. So, for example, if I don't believe that there is white privilege out there, then I'm part of the problem, that I'm racist, then I actually hate blacks in some form or, or of another, which is not even true. But this is how the hashtag society portrays it. That's how they'll classify me as. If I voted for Trump, which I did, now I am, I am, I guess, some type of white, white racist. I, I hate minorities, even though I am a minority. And it's validated because the hashtag society says it is. It doesn't matter what the evidence says. It doesn't matter that, you know, I don't think I have a racist bone in me, but I am racist because the hashtag society has told me so. And this is what, you know, Prince Harry and Meghan Marco is. They're just part of the hashtag society. Even Oprah and even LeBron James, they're all part of it. They're all just following this narrative of oppression. Hashtag oppression, hashtag, hashtag white privilege, hashtag racist anything. You know, hashtag I'm a victim. I can tell you for a fact, you know, I don't make as much money as Oprah. I don't make as, I, I'm surely not as popular as Prince Harry or Meghan Markle, but I'm not a victim. I, I, I'm not a victim at all. You know, are you a victim? Do you consider yourself a victim? Even if people attack me, you know, and I become like a victim of cancel culture, I, don't, I still will not view myself as a victim. I'll just say, well, okay, fine. All right, that thing happened to me. Okay, that sucks. I'll pick myself up and I'll try to do something else. You know, if my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii, gets canceled because, you know, cancel culture out there, they come after me for saying, hey, you know what? You're not playing the victim enough. You're not being a victim Chinese enough. Or you're a Trump supporter and you're like some type of racist, homophobe or transphobic person and they want to try, try to come cancel me. I'll just say, okay, fine. All right, I was maybe a victim of, of cancel culture, okay, but I'm not going to go on, on air and try to complain about it, complain about it, like that to Oprah and everything, and just nag and cry about it. I just say, okay, fine, it's been done, I'll go and do something else, all right? You're going to try to stop me from, from trying to sell my services to other people? Okay, fine, do it. I'll, you know, I know there's a, at least 80 million Trump supporters out there who would buy my product. Take that. All right. Anyway, I got a little off subject here, but uh, I guess you can kind of see where I'm going here. And uh, that's my opinion for today about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Again, it's a short interview. I really didn't have much to say about these people because I think they're pretty much stupid. I really am. All right, everyone, that's my podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll catch you around later on. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies.